0: If the past is to be dead, then how come Skywalker Rising is all about nobody ever is gone?
1: The, the you, you messed up the name. The Rise of Skywalker.
0: <laughs> Whatever it's called. Yeah. As a Star Wars fan, I don't even care anymore. Mm. But Yeah, that's that kind would, of how I feel. You know, that just puts us in the camp of all the other whiny white people. on uh star wars videos or podcasts complaining about star people i'm a star wars fan but not anymore but i'm still gonna still bought the tickets for skywalker rising or the rise of skywalker or the skywalker ranch george lucas is there it doesn't matter wait
1: george lucas isn't in skywalker ranch
0: i for the longest time i thought he lived there
1: no that's just like a
0: museum some guy owns That's so crazy. It's not actually a ranch. You're telling me they don't got wampas at that ranch? (laughs)
1: They've got they've got a little um, petting tauntaun zoo. You're telling me they
0: don't (laughs) got those little porgs flopping around everywhere?
1: No, Skywalker Ranch was before that this time.
0: That is so funky. But that's beside the point. (laughs) If you're depressed and uh, upset about Star Wars, well, you came to the right episode. Welcome to Everything Comes From Something. This episode is all about self-care, more like socially acceptable addictions. Ooh, spooky word. My name is Isaac Ransom.
1: I'm Cameron Tuttle.
0: And welcome to episode 42. Boom, short one. It's going to be a short one because Cameron and I have a terrible tendency to talk endlessly before the show and do what friends do before the show. And it is already 10.05.
1: What do friends do before the show? Tell me. <laughs> I don't know.
0: What did we just do? Why don't you tell me, Cameron? We wouldn't
1: had a nice meal uh, together.
0: Pacific catch. Uh,
1: yeah. They're uh, known
0: for their fish and not for their service.
1: Oof. <laughs> What's funny is my roommate works there. He wasn't working tonight, but the, the the manager, he he forgot he forgot our our order, so he comped us our beers, which was nice. That was that was, nice that
0: that was very good. I mean, I was praying. I was like, "Dear Lord, I don't have any money. See, Make something happen." See
1: what happens when you pray for stuff like that? He, God always puts in a little inconvenience.
0: <laughs> sure, we had to wait for the food, and that's why this episode's late, and that's why I'm probably going to be slurring all over the place. I'm just—you had one beer, dude. I'm not even talking about that. I just, when I'm tired, I start slurring. Mm, that's true. That's I listened true. to the last episode last week, and I was slurring more than I am now, mm. and it was quite disturbing to listen to. I apologize <laughs> if I could not pronounce anything <laughs> correctly on that last episode. There it is. It's already. is I'm already screwing up dude <laughs> You'd think 42 episodes in We'd get it down Ladies and gentlemen If you love Everything Comes From Something Or maybe even just Kind of like it You can check us out At patreon.com Slash podcast. Throw a couple bucks our way That's how it works We are completely Crowdfunded at the time We hope to change that In the future We like to sell out We like to make money We are greedy people No I'm <laughs> just kidding um, But for those of you That do support us Especially at the uh, Executive producer level We want to shout you out Darren O'Neill. Kiana Le Yap and Ariel and Eric Walk. Thank you guys for supporting the show. They are part of our creative team and they just support us in ways that we can't even describe. You guys are just wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: think we've got a question, right?
0: That's right. So if you give it the $5 level, you may give a question on the show. Now, we keep promoting that. And what sucks is that the majority of our Patreons don't read the messages i send them and they they just never say it and does anything back yeah, so i want you they to don't know answer the qu- or they a, don't
1: ask us questions you know if
0: if you've been thinking about supporting the show but you're like well why don't they ever read questions mm-hmm. on air well it's because our patreons are lazy they're kind <laughs> and they give with all their heart very generous but they they just they don't seem to care about the engagement thing except for kiana lay yap thank you for actually following up and what you're paying for. She asked for this episode. Quick question. If you could invent anything, what would you create? And could it be useful or useless?
1: Hmm. That's that's a very good question, actually. I had this idea that just like popped into my brain the other day. It, it's it's really a filmmaking tool, um, and so it's useless for most people. Uh, if not all of people um, But it's basically like If you could imagine This is my vision in my head If you could imagine like a spec ops um, Like a night vision scope That's kind of mm-hmm. what, what it would look like Where it's like a covering one eye um,
0: But like, instead Like the Borg What? Isn't that what they're called? The Borg from Next Generation? I don't know I didn't, Whatever the, I didn't watch Star Trek in Star Trek they have one eye Or like the villain from Bible Man
1: Yes, yes exa- That's exactly what it is Yes <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So you've got, you've got like one, uh, basically like, uh, like one night vision scope, uh, that, that folds over your eye. Uh, but instead of night vision, it's, um, a direct link to, to what your camera viewfinder is. So you can check out the shot. You don't have to be around the camera. You don't have to be, you know, standing around a monitor. What, what often tends to happen on set is, um, you set up, you know, you set up your big monitor on a big C stand. You have to lug it around every time you every time you, you change shots or every time you switch positions. Blah, blah blah. It's a big hassle. But instead, if you had the key people who really needed it, so like say you have three of them. You've got you've got your gaffer, you've got your um, your cinematographer, and you've got your director. All three of them have these um, have these you know these goggles basically that they can anytime they want. When, when the shot is set up, they can just look, view it for a couple seconds, and then move on. And they don't have to be crowded around one single area that can be spread out. It would it would really increase mobility, I think. And it would, I don't know, it seems like such a great way to, to really lessen the clutter that's on set. Like one of the things that really bothers me on set is we have so much stuff we have so much gear and all of it has to move when we have to move you know when we have to move for the camera so um i think this would be a really great way to uh stop that yeah um and i think the technology is there too like we have it's called a deck. basically it like streams um hd video over a very short period of time uh, or a very sorry over a very short um distance but you can it's it's basically streaming um, like imagine if instead of your your well this is a terrible example anyways um, you could stream you could <laughs> you could stream the video um, anywhere in the range of the Terra deck sort of like a
0: PlayStation video.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. Well, With a
0: remote play, instead you don't
1: yes. you don't have to be connected to Wi-Fi or anything. Yeah. like you were, it's directly streaming from the camera Bluetooth. to to the. Uh, yeah, it's basically like Bluetooth, right? But for video, and that doesn't really exist in the consumer market yet. It's going to get there, but um, but for like really high end productions, I mean, they're super expensive. They're super expensive because you have to have really low latency, and you have to have, um, you know, there's a bunch of technology that goes into it. But anyways. The technology's there. We can do it. Just put it in a goggle that I can move on the go. You know what I mean?
0: And then you could be like the kid from Spy Kids 3D. Yeah, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Cameron Tuttle. The date is April 16th, 2019. If you rip this idea off, please at least give Cameron some credit. I think it's probably going to happen. Just, like, send him a free, like, test unit it seems like he really wants one i don't even make movies but he seems quite emotional about the whole situation he does not like monitors or large things he just wants things I just don't want to be lug a
1: bunch of crap around like everybody gets that one yeah
0: you know i was just talking to cameron about how i've been obsessed with this thing called the helix stomp if you're a guitar player it's a like a super portable rig that just works and it sounds great And so, I totally hear what you're saying. I'm going to throw out an idea that I mentioned in our energy and environment discussion, and I never shared it, but the truth is, I actually have no expertise or skill to ever create something like this. I'd love to talk to you if you're interested in what this idea is. I was thinking about how 3D printers are deemed fairly useless in a lot of cases. Um, They seem to be a cool idea, but they don't... They just seem complicated to use. And then you have this whole idea of ink, right? But the ink is some sort of plastic, I believe, Yeah, it's
1: like a, uh, I don't know, some sort of plastic filament that has to be heated to a certain degree in order to print, to be
0: flexible enough to print. So I was wondering if somehow in our sustainable green energy discussion, you could utilize plastic bottles, recycle them into film, and have some sort of creation that would twine that melted plastic into a string that could be used in a 3d printer um same date my name's isaac so uh if if you're interested in that or if that's something that wants to be created i don't know what i'm going on but i'd love to get credit (laughs) because i think it'd be cool you know you drop a bottle into a big steaming hot thing and then it gives you fuel for 3d printers which i hope in 20 years will be actually useful that's yeah, like that's yeah. my biggest concern. Like, when is someone going to start a 3D printing social media platform? Or like, think about Halo Three Forge, where you could just share what you made. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's... they
1: they have that. They they have that.
0: Well, I wouldn't know. I don't have a 3D printer.
1: Yeah, the problem with 3D it just printing seems right so now...
0: foreign. You know, like it seems so unavailable.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- to be fair, they are a lot less expensive than they used to be. Like, you could get one for like fifteen hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. They're, um, they're definitely more consumer friendly it's just maybe i have i lack a personal interest or i fear that if i buy it i will not be able to use it yeah I think the problem a lot is of like, what's cons- the use yeah like a yeah. lot of consumers are probably thinking that too
1: yeah i mean but if you if you got a little bit creative with it i'm sure that you could find a lot of things a lot of just plastic items that we use that you could technically 3d print i mean i don't know i i I see where your head's at in that, like, if we get to a place where you can actually manufacture your own goods, um, that would be pretty neat. That would be neat for everybody.
0: Yeah. No, totally. And then you could recycle the plastic bottles yeah. you're using. Yeah, exactly. To 3D print more bottles. Wait a second. <laughs> that <laughs> seems useful. <laughs> That's besides the point. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 42 is all about socially accepted addictions. And addictions deems heavyweight for some reason Cameron let's break let's let's break this down because hmm. I mean before we get fully into the topic you and I were talking about how as I mentioned at the beginning of the show we've been kind of struggling with like personal health right and just the other day Julia and I was talking to me she's like hey, you don't seem as passionate about this podcast you've been doing lately and so I just want to make a clear announcement at episode 50 Cameron and I are going to be taking a break from the podcast about like 2 weeks off. And we really and it, and it's it's not for any bad particular reason. I think the big thing we want to avoid is burnout and we want to make sure that we're still presenting a quality product. So really what this means for you as a listener is that we are really open to hear your guys' feedback. We've heard what you've said about intro music. I want to make sure by episode 51 we have it. I'm I'm being serious, you know, and we want to make sure that our audio equipment is reliable. We want to make sure that our setup is well. And we really want to think about what does everything come from something mean? I think one of the largest complaints that we get on a time to time basis is, yo, your show is just super duper broad. It, It covers so many different things. You know, some weeks I like it, some weeks I don't. And my response to that critique most of the time is that, well, we're not really selling a topic. We're selling the people on the show, right? Um, because Cameron and I, at the end of the day, we come from something too. That's why we love the name of the show, even though it's cheesy, right? Everybody's unoriginal. Everybody comes from something, and there's a story behind that. And so most of the things we share on the show are just personal conversation. And the one thing that Cameron and I talk about when discussing where we want to take our show is there's this balance between information and conversation. And to be real, Kevin and I both enjoy the conversation side the most, and we would hope as a listener you would feel the same way. Now, we can understand that the information can be useful and interesting, and we don't want to neglect all the information. We don't want it to be a brain-dead podcast, but to be real, on the week-to-week basis, sometimes we'll sit down and be freaking out about what we're going to talk about. This is just, just, just beso- behind the scenes, right? And... We'll stress out. We'll do like two and a half hours of research, two hours, one hour. It doesn't matter. It takes way too much time for information that probably isn't that potent in your day to day life. Right. And it's something that might be entertaining for a second or maybe it really does stick with you, but the rest of it doesn't stick around and so we hope that we can still capture what everything comes from something originally was while also evolving it into something greater something that is more professional something that is still really fun and enjoyable and relatable and we really we're just trying to strive to get better and so as we approach episode 50 we might be making some adjustments to the way the show works like this episode itself is going to be a little bit shorter we're trying to trim it down we're trying to make it a little bit cleaner and this is purely a conversation episode right we're talking about um socially acceptable addictions which is a weird and also it's like a it's a difficult like self-reflecting topic and and i think that's why we're excited to talk about it Mm -hmm. but cameron do you have any other thoughts about where this podcast is going
1: no i think you um said it perfectly i guess the one thing that i would add is like we are definitely um like, if you have feedback for us, we're totally, totally willing to to hear that. And like, I'd love to, I'd love to hear everything that you have to say. And you know, our goal, I guess, as content creators, is just to make the best product product that we can. And so, like, changes that we're experimenting with, they may not always be good changes. They not may not always be like the best changes that we can do. But like we're going to experiment and we're going to find out. I think I think let's just take this journey together. Yeah. That's what I would say. Stick with me, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I but- mean,
1: yeah, I think the the goal, I guess going forward is to make things be more about people's stories, more about sort of like um I guess what our what our takes are and what 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 we think about things and less about like like you said, doing the huge, heavy, you know, heavy research stuff. The other thing is like, we are totally not experts at all, you know? And so like us talking about a whole bunch of different stuff, it's kind of hard too, for us when like, okay, we're going to jump into something that we totally don't know anything about. And then we'll probably make some mistakes and do something, say something stupid, you know, that that that's wrong. And we don't want to do that either. So,
0: well, we have a, a, Just we're self-aware that we have sort of this weird cycle, right, where we'll talk about movies because Cameron kind of has a strong understanding and expertise in film, or at least he's crafting that, right? And then we'll talk about the games industry because Cameron and I have been following video games for a long time. I follow it on a regular basis. I'd like to consider myself more than well-read on what's going on in that industry. And then usually we'll do a history-based podcast. And covering history is fun, or or it'll be some like heavy topic-related episode based on research and it's like that episode that comes up every once in a while is very like difficult to knock down especially when we have to do all this reading and and keep like the information correct that's that's what's really important to us Uh, Yeah. So, like, it's like we want to strike entertainment and information. And a lot of those information based episodes, we are just reading tons of our notes as fast as we can and trying to make it entertaining at the same time.
1: Yeah. And it's just really heavy on the information. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: we're not complaining. I think Cameron and I both have a respect for reading up and and finding information. That's, I mean, we
1: did that. Like, that's, that's why we, we did that, right? Was that we, we actually enjoy that. It's just, it's just hard to do um frequently and i don't know if it's the the most valuable information either you know i don't know if it's the most like if it's the best thing that we can present because like you're right you you know in a lot of those episodes we don't really do a lot of commenting and we don't do a lot of um our opinion on things and i think that's that's i mean that's what i care about in this podcast me <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, but even in the theme of this entire episode itself, it's like it's about self care, right? Yeah. Self analyzing where you're at. And we wanna do the same thing with the podcast. If we're gonna if we're gonna be preaching to you about this specifically for a whole whatever it is, sixty minutes, right? We're gonna be honest. We have flaws ourselves. We're still working through the things that we're working through, right? And that applies to this show as well. So we just wanna keep you guys on the loop. And let you know what's going on with everything comes from something. Um, we will let you know if anything else changes. And we appreciate your support, first and foremost. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, Karen.
1: Definitely.
0: It's been a while since it's just been us on the show.
1: Oh, yeah. I know. I was thinking about that today. I was like, man, it's been it's been a long time.
0: It's been good. That's why I was excited we got dinner today. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes I'll be like, hey, I'm driving up and I'll just buy dinner because we've got to get the show done. Blah, 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 blah. But it's good to just hang out with... Cameron, yeah, it's been a while, dude. We're like best friends. That's what's fun. <laughs> if you can't tell, one of our uh, iTunes reviews says it's great to hear them make love over the microphone. Wow,
1: that's um,
0: explicit.
1: Yeah, whatever. But you could, you can. I mean, you can hear that. You get it.
0: <laughs> By the way, I feel horrible about coughing at the beginning of the last. I I listened to it a million times when I was editing out some of the problems with that last episode.
1: You coughed so. at the beginning of that?
0: Yeah, don't you remember? We started with this song and then I was coughing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was miserable. Let's get into the topic. Okay. Socially acceptable addictions. Let me tell you where we got this idea. Now, if you don't know, I work for a church and we went to a leadership conference, uh, kind of like a pastoral conference or whatever. About two weeks ago, it was this event called Catalyst West. We got this massive facility called Mariners Church incredible campus, but there was a guy named John Mark Comer who spoke and he talked extensively about self-care. And and one of the things about doing ministry, even if you're not religious, is that there's a large side of it that comes with like pastoral burnout. You know, even if, like, like I said, even if you're not religious, there's something about listening to people's problems and caring for people that is taxing on someone. Right. If you're just taking on all these problems. And so this guy's speech at this conference was all about that. And one of the things that he said that, I, that stuck with me for a long time is he said, and then what we'll do is we'll cope with socially accepted addictions. And he just named a few. And I was like, what is that? What is a socially acceptable addiction? Do I struggle with this? Is this something that I have in my life? Right? I mean, that's the point of of saying something like that is to spark kind of a discussion and a talk. And so I want to just start off by saying Cameron and I are not perfect and we are not trying to preach to you by any means, but really questioning yourself with this discussion is like, it's supposed to be entertaining, exciting, and hopefully spark positive change. I mean,
1: I would say that like, this is this is an example of our sort of full personal flaws on on display right you know like like I, I don't know i think we both have these areas in our life where we're like oh man i i spend way too much time on my phone you know or like oh man i spend way too much money on coffee or you know like we have these things where we're like this is i don't i don't think this is going to be an episode about about like shaming other people who have you know problems because we have we have these problems this is this is us shaming ourselves
0: right you know? I just want to make it clear because yeah. I I can tell if someone read the title of this episode I'm like wow like I don't know what they're gonna talk about so I want to tackle the first thing which is our discussion about addiction that word rubs me the wrong way in every way mm. and we were talking about it earlier what is it about addiction that has such a negative stigma?
1: Well, I mean, I think addiction in a lot of ways um, is defined as something that's um, out of your control and debilitating. Usually is what's what what it's defined as, right? So it's something that is, it makes you makes you unable to con- control your urges towards something and it's also Um, deeply harmful to your life I mean there's there's exceptions right the things that we're going to talk about and then there's also you know like like high functioning alcoholism or things like that where you you can live a normal life normal ish life um, while also struggling with this with this addiction there's also and and this is something that you you brought up at dinner there's also this idea that Addiction is forever, you know, like you have it for the rest of your life. It's almost like you're, it's like an incurable disease, right? There's like this, there's a lot of ways this mindset flip of like once you're addicted to something, you're, you're never not addicted to something. Yeah. And that's something that like AA is very, very often talking about, right? Like the idea of once an addict, always an addict and like, saying, I am an, I'm an alcoholic, you know, at every meeting, even if you've been sober for 30 years or whatever, you know, this is, this is something that they, um, that they talk about a lot. Yeah. So,
0: and I, and I feel like at war with that concept personally, Mm. because I think we all are addictive in some degree and it, and it could be with something that like we're talking about is socially accepted, or maybe it's something that. You know, you're you're dealing with that you know isn't right. And at the end of the day, I hate the idea of thinking that addiction is for life because I don't want that to define me. And I was talking to you about what I've been going through, right? And I've just been thinking like, dude, I don't want that to be on my name card. I don't want it to be on my grave, you know? I wanna be defined by what I wanna strive for, you know? And so when we're talking about socially accepted addictions the word addiction, I think, is important to define and kind of tack down. I don't think it's a perfect word because it's really situational to whatever you're going through, right? But we're going to use it as a blanket statement to kind of cover the fun topics we wanted to yeah. uh, bring into the light, I guess. Yeah. Which leads us to something that hits home. <laughs> Man. It's time to talk about coffee, Cameron. See,
1: this brings us back to like the third episode, too. When the we, one when episode we that all,
0: coffee. you know, if I ever have like a parent that talks to me about my podcast, yeah, I'm I'm talking about you, Mrs. Adam. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I listened to your podcast once and it was the one about coffee. It was great. And I was mm. like, what about the other ones? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> well, we're going to be talking about coffee today. That's right, Darren. You better slurp down that. Vente nitro cold brew <laughs> time to feel guilty no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding dude. yeah so the,
1: the the thing that we were talking about where it's like what is what is an addiction right like w- when we were defining what an addiction is um i i have no bones about saying that i am i am addicted to coffee i i genuinely have to have a coffee uh, every morning every morning within two hours of when i wake up like it's just it just has happened
0: that's intense dude for me it's like i am a what is the word i'm trying to think there's You're like, slow no here. there there i am oh that's it i am a coffee addict in denial <laughs> every time i wake up i'm like yeah i don't need coffee but every day a cup of coffee ends up in my hand right, right like right, how did right. this get here <laughs> How did I drive to Starbucks? I just happened to walk into a coffee shop. Mm. Lucky me. Yeah. I just happened to see that cold brew right here in the Safeway. Right. right. How did I get here? I definitely didn't mean to come (laughs) here for coffee. See, I'm just unabashed
1: about it. Like this morning, I um, didn't have too much time to make coffee at my my house before I left for work. And so on my 15-minute break... Um, I ran over to to Four Barrel. I I got a double espresso and a coffee in my big twenty one ounce hydro flask, and I downed the double espresso, and then I took the hydro flask back to work to drink for the rest of the day. You're a
0: psycho, dude. <laughs> and
1: so so I mean like this is something that I'm just unabashed. I know about myself. Like I just know. Um, I I love coffee as as like. A beverage But I also just need it It's just It, it makes me Focus And it makes me productive that, That's the thing Is it's not It's not just that I um, Need it to like Not be sleepy anymore It's that I need it to like Concentrate too Yeah um, And so To me I, I One of the things That we were talking about Is like If I asked you Is addiction um, Always bad uh, and it took you a little while to answer, but you eventually said no, right? Yes. Um, and the thing that I push back on is like, okay, so if addiction isn't always bad, how is it? Isn't it the actual fact that you are letting something control you, letting letting something outside of your of your influence control you, your your actions? Isn't that what makes it what what makes it bad? To a certain degree.
0: Well, right. And and the example I gave was the idea of if you're addicted to giving, right? And it can be still destructive. I think being addicted or not having full control of yourself, it's not necessarily healthy. But at the same time, and this is going to get kind of wishy-washy, I think, pretty quick. Um do we always have 100% control of ourselves in every way?
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. Of course not.
0: And so, like, that's where I'm like, right, yeah. Like, there are sections of your brain, like, that are apparently not even fully harnessed or we don't even understand, right? Well,
1: the, the thing about it is sometimes you are, I mean, this is the question of nature versus nurture, right? Like, are you determined by certain biological, not determined, but are you influenced by certain biological factors that predispose you to make different decisions? And I think obviously that's, that's the case, but I still believe that, that you have to have agency over your life. Ultimately you are the one to make the decision, right? I like, even if you believe that, that the world is a hundred percent deterministic, right? You believe that, that we're essentially pre-programmed little robots. You have to act, you have to pretend you could say that we we um, we are making our own decisions. And so in that way, that's why we have, um, you know, standards of in the law of like, OK, if you murder someone, did you know that you were murdering them? Did you have control over your faculties when you when you murdered them?
0: Right. Right. So like. And there's a process to determine that. Yeah, exactly. And I think we're getting really broad, really quick. Yeah, sure. But I. At the same time, I wanted to acknowledge that dichotomy between what a good and is it possible to have a good and bad addiction. And I also think there's a level of subjectivity that applies to that question. At the same time, I guess.
1: I mean, so, I guess it depends on what we determine is good or bad. Is yeah. that what you mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's kind of falling down a rabbit hole.
1: But but so so but me in bringing up this question is. Um, is to say my coffee addiction, you could say in quotes right, um, is helpful in my life because it makes me more productive and more more concentrated on my tasks, on my daily tasks. But hold on before you jump in. Um, but the fact that I am almost entirely incapable of not um, of not drinking coffee or I have this this like, intense urge where it, where it like takes over and I just can't not have it. Um, the fact that that's the case make, makes me wonder if it is ultimately a bad thing.
0: Right. It's that discussion of reliance. Yeah. I don't think that being relied on something specific is necessarily bad. As long as you keep your expectations to a realism, a lot of the time, I'll talk to friends who are in relationships, and even if they don't admit it, they'll say they rely on their significant other to a large majority, right? And there needs to be a level of expectation or, or realism that sometimes the people you rely on let you down, right? I mean, that's something that Jules and I talk about all the time, being in a relationship we've been dating for three years, I'll say to her, and people hate this dude, People hate this all the time when we say this in front of them. I'll be like, well, you know, if I end up with you, like I say that to her, right? And like my sister flipped out when she heard me say She's like, why would you say that? And Mm. Jules and I are like blank staring like, what? What do you mean? We didn't say anything weird. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And to us, it's like having that realistic grounding. That's the important part, Mm. Right at least you're acknowledging it, right? <laughs> that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> Acknowledgement is the first step, right? Right. And I and I think it's important to become self-aware. And that's sort of kind of the thesis of this whole episode, right? How do you become self-aware of things that maybe no one's going to tell you about, right? Like coffee addiction, everyone's cool with it. As a matter of fact, it's a great surrogate for business it's a great surrogate for social interaction for productivity right there's a ton of reasons to be a coffee addict and they're all positive but you don't hear anyone talking about the negative right and so there are negatives and i'm not gonna list them for you but i mean you could go down the list of like fiscal loss or you know uh, There are are other side effects of coffee Sleep
1: deprivation, stress Anxiety anxiety. Yeah
0: There there are things that people don't want to acknowledge Because everyone's agreed Coffee's great Coffee's something we like as a society, right?
1: Yeah, but part of me Part of me is like Okay, would I be more or less stressed If I was less productive? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) would I be more or less stressed? I think I would probably be more stressed
0: Right, well so this is an interesting conversation, right? Because um, one of my good friends, Austin Lyons, he was getting heartburn from coffee recently. Mm. And so he had to cut it out of his life completely.
1: Did he switch to tea?
0: He did switch to tea. It's... And now he's kind of winding off tea. Mm. And now he's kind of thinking about not going back. Which yeah, is yeah. No shocking to me. Because I love the flavor of coffee, right? I'm just like, dude, what the heck is up with you, man? Mm. Like, mm. you're crazy. And... I admire him in yeah. a lot of ways, right? He's kind of transcended the social stigma of needing anything like that.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't even know if it's a if it's a social stigma either. I, I think it's like like is there a social stigma about not drinking coffee?
0: I don't know. I I, I know like like our friend J D, right? jd doesn't drink coffee yeah
1: he he hates it
0: it's frustrating he
1: he just doesn't like i'm just like let's because he's got a he's got the palate of like a of a 14 year old he wants (laughs) to eat mac and cheese all day he's like i i only need i only can eat sweet things
0: (laughs) i bet you he's listening to this podcast he's like that sounds about right yeah
1: (laughs) candy and taco bell
0: (laughs) oh my goodness let's Dude, talk about
1: taco bell addiction I mean... hold
0: up actually legit like they played that ad for the five dollar chalupa box and i was like i've been so healthy but i'm gonna relapse <laughs> taco bell is the only food that i consider a relapse like an I addictive go back to. substance that's right but it leads us to our second social mm. socially accepted addiction which is food yeah stress eating, coping. You got to down that Ben and Jerry's on a Sunday night because boy, it's been a long week.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think not even just that, but also being like cutting something out of your diet. Like even just that say you were like, Oh, I'm going to cut out. Um, I'm going to cut out carbs from my diet or whatever, whatever it is like, that's actually really, really difficult for most people to do. And so so what it leads me to think is like okay well some of this food is probably addictive you know in a certain way like some of this junk food or some of this like sugar is absolutely addictive 100 um but it's like like can you imagine cutting out sugar from your life
0: yeah i just i don't want to
1: yeah exactly because you're you're an addict i guess I mean, I don't, I don't even like really sweet things all that much. Like I, I don't, I don't eat that much, uh, that many sweets, but like, I, I don't even know if I could, if I wanted to cut out sugar, um, or even just drinking, not drinking soda in a lot of ways. Like I've stopped basically drinking soda, except when I go to like fast food restaurants. Right. Um, and that was difficult because it was, it was just such a habit. I was like. Oh, I'll just get a soda with my meal. You know, I'll I'll just, I'll drink, you know, I'll I'll drink a, a a Coke with, with my food. But I, you know, when I started to, uh, be poor (laughs) because I was a college student, I was like, I was like, Oh man, this is the easiest way to, to cut out, you know, some, unnecessary thing in my in my life you know like also, i don't, like, I don't have need the soda
0: have you guys ever read the back of a soda container and oh yeah it's the terrible content i was like what <laughs> what the heck yeah it's terrible like i was shocked by terrible. arizona iced tea but uh, sprite you gotta do that to me <laughs> wow dude yeah. like it's shocking And that's what makes coffee addiction even harder to get away from. Because I'm like, it's zero calories and no sugar. Oh, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is what I was going to say. I I guess we're not moving on. but No, no, no. I just
0: brought it back. Because I'm
1: an addict uh, of coffee. Uh, But the thing that I was going to say was it's almost so innocuous and or so productive that it's very hard to cut it out of your life. I mean, for, a, for someone like me, like I'm not even going to attempt to wake up tomorrow and be like, no, I don't need a cup of coffee.
0: I would say the net utility and benefit of drinking coffee is too high compared to the loss yes, it provides. And that's absolutely. me speaking as an economist. It's, it's very difficult to get away from, but it still leans into what we we're talking about. Everyone is going to agree with you, Cameron. As a matter of fact, everyone is going to agree with us on this podcast. <laughs> and so we're just going to keep saying we're fine, right? But it takes a little bit of self-reflection to realize you have a problem, buddy.
1: <laughs> I don't have a problem. But I can stop anytime.
0: <laughs> Let me just tell you guys. <laughs> Cameron went zero to 100 at dinner. He started comparing coffee to meth addiction. No, I like crack. or crack whatever it is, dude. He was just like, "Dude, like let's just compare an extreme right now." No, okay? no, 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 no. My I was like, "Yes, you're
1: misinterpreting my point." I was like, "This sounds just like a
0: defense."
1: My point for why was you don't
0: drink, My point you was, you was want that some coffee.
1: addictions are um are obviously Less beneficial than others. Or more damaging to your life than Agreed. others.
0: And I agree with you. Okay. So I'm not but you like, were giving me pushback. Well, I gotta I gotta give you a little.
1: Yeah, I know. But I was like... I, was, I think it's obvious. I think you can... Like, that's why I, I gave the extreme. Is like, coffee is obviously a better addiction to have
0: than crack. But here was my point to that. Mm. There is nothing... Like, it is so important to take the time... To really self-analyze, just like we were talking about yeah. at the beginning of this podcast, right? We want this show to be something great. We want to keep pushing into our creative energy to it.
1: Make ECFS great again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just go jump off a bridge. Of fast. <laughs> um, No, but like, seriously, like, just because you're not doing hard drugs doesn't mean you still can't improve, right? Like I said, we don't want to preach you, but like, there's always room for improvement in everything. And that doesn't mean you should hate yourself. That doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you, right? That just means that you have opportunity to get better and be better.
1: What am I going to do, Isaac? Not drink coffee? (laughs) What are you saying to me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) 20 years from now, when they find out that coffee is fueling toxic cells multiplying in your body and you quit coffee, you'll look back on this podcast and be like, dude. I did something with my life
1: finally. <laughs> Are you saying that coffee is going to give me cancer one day?
0: I'm not saying anything. Okay. I'm not saying anything at all. I think they they
1: came out with a study that that said that the coffee doesn't cause cancer.
0: So food is pretty uh self-explanatory. We didn't have much else to say, but I think binge eating or or snacking or you know, if you have a significant other social eating together, even my brother, my brother and I will go get talk about just to whatever. Like if we have a long day, we'll just mess ourselves up. Um, like that is definitely a social socially accepted addiction. I think.
1: Yeah. And one of the problems is like sometimes that is deep. Well, I mean a lot of times that is deeply unhealthy to you, you know, like a lot of people, a lot of people should change what they eat me included like i i do not eat very well i eat a burrito
0: almost more than once a week dude i i'm pretty sure i struggle with eating french fries like on a daily level oh yeah 100% that's like a, a serious struggle of mine
1: yeah i get that yeah because it's it's like with every meal you're like french fries See, do you today- want fries
0: or a salad Dude, of this is course.
1: So, it, who would pick a salad? This is so funny because today I went and got a burger for for lunch. Uh, right, me me doing terrible things to my body. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, okay. Well, the place that I went to, they don't have fries, but they have tots. Um, and I was like, I was like, I don't need tots. I don't want to. I I don't need to order tots. That's fine. I'll just get a burger. No big deal. Um, they gave me free tots. (laughs) You can't avoid it. I just, I just can't get away from it. It's your destiny. I know. I can, I can only eat fried things apparently.
0: But it's not even a fully dietary issue as well. I think that there's just like, it's, it's difficult because I don't want to say you shouldn't have a treat yourself day. Mm. I think there's self care that applies to you know, rewarding yourself and the work that you put in and whatnot. But, like, I feel like sometimes, and I'm just speaking with my personal experience, I will cheat on a nightly level. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of the day, I'll be like, well, I ate good all day. Well, today is my cheat day. <laughs> and for that, for eating good all day, I'm going to have a tub of ice cream or, or like something stupid like that. And, It's weird because there needs to be a level of release and um, de-stressing, but I don't think that's the perfect way to go about it, I guess is what I'm saying.
1: No, and it's also like, once you get into, I don't know, once you get into eating something all the time, it's so hard to break that. Yeah. It's like, I can't imagine not eating a burrito <laughs> Ever like giving up a? Re- this is why I can't. I can't do like the keto diet. You know what I mean? Oh,
0: don't get me. Okay, but keto diet yucky, dude. <laughs> I watched a full grown man tear apart pizza with his bare hands and and shove the cheese and meat into his mouth and leave the crust and throw the crust away. And I I looked at him. I didn't know him at all. He's a great friend to me now. His name's Stevie D. I looked at him and I said, you disgust me on so many levels. And I can't believe that came out of my mouth to someone I never knew. (laughs) Like, I felt like a complete jerk in that moment. But that is
1: disgusting, though. I can't imagine
0: someone. Why would you do that to pizza?
1: But he still had the sauce on the cheese.
0: Yeah, sauce has like sugar in it. what uh, I don't know. Like clearly cheating, right? <laughs> so I don't even know why we wouldn't just eat the whole piece of pizza. In any case, in any case, not everybody is like that on the
1: keto diet. Like I know. you can eat like you can eat like steak and and asparagus and be good on the keto diet. You can eat steak and cheese if you wanted to, like that. That sounds great. Maybe I'll have steak, to eggs, cheese. You can get all those things. Um, but I couldn't, I try, I, I wanted to, I was like, this sounds like a perfect diet for me. I can eat cheese. Okay. I can eat meat. It's great. Sounds like a plan. But then I realized I can't eat burritos.
0: <laughs> I also feel like I don't have the income to diet yet. You You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what you mean. It's like, I got to eat something tonight. Yeah. And, and Taco be expect- Bell is right down What's the street. What's the deal, dude? We went to Pacific catch. That was way too expensive. Mm.
1: That's just living in San Francisco, though.
0: Yeah, but that's for like the average co- for the quality, eh.
1: that's like average meal meal price in San Francisco. I know. I'm just poor. I think
0: that's what it is. Yeah, I get it. But that's besides the. That's fact... That's why
1: burritos are perfect. They're just they're like eight dollars. <laughs> Enough about
0: your burrito love, Cameron. <laughs> I just love them. Let's talk about some more socially accepted addictions, like that Netflix binge. Oh, well, I think
1: the big, big, big one that is like the elephant in the room almost is like. Um, media consumption. And you could just put that in like really broad terms of like, that includes, I think, social media that includes like, yeah, binging Netflix. Um, that includes, you know, playing a bunch of video games that includes, Putting putting YouTube on for hours and hours and hours of, uh, of the day and just listening to YouTube videos or podcasts or whatever. Yeah, you know we're contributing contributing to it because we have a podcast. <laughs> so oh
0: good lord, I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> um, you know and and like and after this episode, never listen again. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> I mean one yeah,
0: it's it's no please Kim, I mean please continue fall, listening continue uh leaning We've, into your addiction we
1: have 41 other episodes that you can you binge what, listen to. Whoosh, whoosh,
0: um, shoot through all of them <laughs> we still do not get any money per stream but yeah. we're working on that
1: um yeah so i don't know i think i think that's a big that's definitely a huge issue in my life well i, I mean w- it's like a big 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 chunk of my life is just media consumption
0: and and even half the time, like you and I both said, that we watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. Right. Half the time, I feel like I get nothing out of it. <laughs> there's there's really nothing of value that I'm I'm really catching from it. There there is some value. I mean, I watch a lot of tech channels. Right. Ooh, cool! I get to know about what's up and coming. I'm way more nerdy now or whatever. Lately, I've been watching car repair renovation videos. Really? Um, but they do like they'll do like a it's, it's so interesting. They'll get like an old beat-up car, and it'll be like um, Mitsubishi, blah, 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 in six minutes. I'm like, what do you mean in six minutes? And they show the car at the beginning. Disgusting. Ripped to shreds. The, the seats are terrible. Interior is trash. Um, the engine is covered in brown dust, right? They take this thing apart, and they just make it gorgeous they like redo the interior it's all in six minutes super fast like Mm. it's sped up it's good editing there's cool music and then at the end they show it and it's like glistening clean (laughs) it's so beautiful i'm like this is like my asmr you know um but that, that was besides the point right what i was trying to get at is like we all fall into this media consumption thing at this point And it's really sad because most of the time at night, I don't see myself not consuming any bit of media. Mm, Yeah. Something I've been trying to work on is not watching YouTube before bed or in first thing in the morning. (laughs) And I've been all right (laughs) at it recently, but I've also this morning and last night I didn't do good at it. Yeah. Um, There's something about staring at a screen right before bed, right? That's just not overly healthy. Scientifically, it proves like the blue light in the screen actually makes your brain think that it's like daytime and it doesn't prepare it for sleep the way it's supposed to Uh, now when I play video games I actually wear glasses uh, blue blue blockers yeah I I wear a specific kind of glasses that blocks like those colors so that I don't I'm still like, I basically become sleepy while I'm playing video games, which is really not great. Yeah, like a little bit towards the end, I'll be like, uh, interesting. You know? It's just, I usually play overstimulating games. Like, I'll sit down and play Overwatch for like a three hour binge. Mm. Doesn't even phase me, dude. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, uh, it's nine o'clock, gonna play till 12. And when I say it that way, it doesn't sound too bad, but that's three hours of my life, right? Exactly, yeah. down the toilet, dude. Yeah. Now I I spend time with friends we we talk the whole time but like like with Jules it's the same way she doesn't text me during that those three hours either or she'll text <laughs> me very minimally and I think to myself what is she doing because she's not playing video games right but then I see notifications on my phone Jules sent you a tweet Jules sent you a tweet Jules and they're funny tweets <laughs> and I don't mean to call you out babe but like. <laughs> She's falling into that social media like consumption thing, too. If it's not that, it's Netflix, right? Yeah. We all kind of struggle with this. And I don't know. I don't honestly know what the solution is because I'm going to be real with you. I don't know if I can just cut that out right away.
1: I, I have a solution, and it's not one that I follow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually do think it is really, really good advice. Let's hear it. Taking a Sabbath, taking a, a day of of not and i mean uh, sabbath in like a like a literal like shabbat like 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 they would do back in the day where they were like nope i'm not going outside today i'm not <laughs> i'm not doing anything this is my day i'm turning off all the lights I'm, i can't get in a car <laughs> you know like i am going to sit down i'm going to read a book i'm
0: going to hang out
1: I'm going to rest. This is a day of rest.
0: I can speak to this, okay? Mm. And not even from a religious perspective, but I've taken time, uh, just full days, not to do anything fully media related. Mm. I'll lean into my creativity. I'll start with like playing some music, right? Well, I usually sleep in. Like This is like my perfect day of rest. Mm. You can give it, right? I'll sleep in. I'll wake up. I'll go for a run in the hills near my house. Then I'll start by, like, playing some music on my guitar, just trying to write something cool. Um, and then from there, like, usually I'll I'll get coffee with someone, uh, probably Jules, right? She's, like, my favorite person. And uh, another addiction, right? Coffee. But whatever. I'm just hitting and my... And Jules. I'm hitting my zen, whatever. And there's also, like, other elements, just... Breathing like fresh air. there was there was a day that I, I I swear I took a day probably like three weeks ago, where I did this whole process, but I did uh, another thing. I like washed my car during that day, and I also rode my skateboard. Hmm. And I love riding my skateboard. and I never do it. Yeah, 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 ever. And I didn't have any music in my ears. I was just like riding. It's like super liberating. Mm. Mega Mm. free. You can call me a hippie dude. Whatever. (laughs) But like it was it was really different. It was really refreshing. And like that's the kind of self-care that we neglect. Yeah. When I when I think about self-care, like I'm thinking right now, it's 1057, right? When I get home, I'm like, man, I'm just I want to crash. I'm gonna give myself some me time in the sense where my me time is gonna be watching youtube or playing a game for a little bit yeah that's not actually like that's not rewarding or fulfilling like you were saying people don't hike but i know the people that do hike are the people that do bike ride or fall into exercise and nature and what like it's like so it's like a detox there's like a mental detox absolutely
1: i mean that's that's totally how i feel when i actually take the time to go you know hiking or camping or backpacking which i like Basically, never do anymore, which makes me really sad. But like, it it liberates you in a way that almost nothing else does because you're so disconnected. You're like, wow, I am just me alone, hanging out with me, you know maybe a couple buddies or whatever. I'm just me alone in the wilderness with nobody else, no cars, no you know cell phones you don't have service there's nothing to worry about but just getting to where you're going you know and it's just like there's something so freeing about being off the grid in that way and yeah and i think it's something that that we should do maybe even like in small steps of being like you know take a day and just don't be on social media just say like i'm not going to i'm not going to open my social media apps on, you know, whatever your day off is, whether right. it be Saturday or Sunday or whatever, you know, I'm just going to take one day, I'm not going to open it. And I think you'll, I mean, I, I, I don't even know if I could do it at this point, you know, like I don't even know if I could last a whole day, not opening social media, even just accidentally, you know what I mean? There's I like knew- such a hab- habitual thing.
0: I know I've been, it. I've been ripping on Jules, but she, includes her social media with her work yeah and so she actually does take time off from it like she doesn't do instagram um at all like one day of the week and she's like oh yeah it's like super beneficial for me because it's linked to work Right for her it's linked to work and i think there's more elements like it's like mixing work and the social media for her is probably more taxing than us just using it as entertainment And so she's forced herself to take those breaks. But yeah, like I I don't want to jump to conclusions, but there's also something I wanted to say as well. Once you start practicing this like mental, personal detoxing, right, you can start to apply it to your relationships as well. And maybe people consider this waves in relationships, but just like a prime example, look at Cameron and I for this, for this podcast, right? We're like, dude, we need some time to figure out like what we're doing. And even getting dinner tonight with you, right? I was like, I want to get dinner with Cameron tonight because we don't talk to each other unless it's on air yeah. anymore, yeah. right? It was fun to just sit down and hang out. Like you need to give your relationships an opportunity to breathe as well. Definitely. Um, but that's jumping to a different topic, and we could get into that another time. Yeah. But like, it's it's so important to like think about these ideas and apply them on the small scale. Like even though I'm ripping on you for bringing up crack and coffee, right? (laughs) Overcoming a reliant, a heavy reliance on coffee is, can still be fundamental to your own personal growth. Yeah. I think what's hard about this subject, especially the socially accepted is that no one's going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. No one's going to tell you, tell it for you.
1: Yeah. Nobody's going to have an intervention with me about my coffee habits. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nobody except for your friend, Isaac. Yeah, you, know, you, don't, I, you don't even like me anymore.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't care if you were, you had a gun to my head and you were like, Don't drink this cup of coffee. I would probably drink it.
0: So we're not telling you to do this for any other weird, sick, twisted way. We're actually trying to tell you to do this for you. I'd say even
1: if that just means, you know, we'll take the hit. If that just means not listening
0: to us, you know Yeah, if this that week, means, you know, you, you hate us. That's fine. Whatever. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> patreoncom podcast. <laughs> just you know, give us. But no, I, I think
1: I think genuinely, if we could take a time to just, like, I, I don't know, maybe is that something that we can challenge each other, just as friends, me and you, to just take a day. Is there a day this week that you can say, like, I'm not gonna go on social media, and I would say that means like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Okay, what day?
1: And Snapchat, doing, I guess. I'm doing included. Saturday. Saturday?
0: Saturday is for me.
1: I think I could do Saturday.
0: I'm definitely not going to... I So usually I've been trying to work on my Sabbath. I mean, you know, I am religious, but yeah. my Sabbath has been Friday because I work for a church. Mm-hmm. So it used to be Sunday. I used yeah. to not do anything oh, Sunday, no. but now all I do is work on Sunday. Yeah. So that threw me for a loop. Yeah. So Friday has been my skateboard do nothing day, mm. right? Mm. Um. But yeah, Saturday this week is what that's going to be for me.
1: Mm. Well, imagine if we could do this on our phones. Like, let's just make this super easy. If we could say, like, if we could program into our phones, be like, this day, do not let me open.
0: <laughs> or, like, or even like detox mode. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, yeah, simplify yeah. mode. 100%. Uh, there was a kickstarter or a gofundme phone called Lightphone 2 i don't know mm. if it's launched yet but we were talking about it earlier it's a phone companion is how they they call it very small white square that has lcd capability it's it's more of a rectangle actually mm. so it's not a tile but it's like a enlarged rectangle it's got lcd screens super clean looking love the way they designed the display at least in the trailer you can look it up it's called Lightphone 2 and the whole purpose of it is it's your day off phone. All it does is text, call, directions and music. It's like that's all you get. And you just kind of go be free wee whatever. Yeah,
1: and not have the it is an addiction to like pull your phone out of your pocket. Oh, I noticed totally. it when I was like you you literally you at dinner. So you got up to go to the bathroom literally the second you, your your butt was out of the seat my hand was going to my pocket to take my phone out of yeah. it yeah and I was like no I'm not I'm not gonna do that oh I'm my gonna gosh. I'm gonna I uh, like, we were just talking about, you know, using our phones too much. We were just talking about being addicted. I'm not going to take out my phone all the time that you're in the bathroom. Well, and I didn't.
0: good for you. What'd you do during that time? I
1: looked around. I read on the little, the little menu things. I, uh, I observed some people. That's also the other thing, too, is, like, if you just take a, some time to look around at the people around you, you will, A, find some really hilarious stuff that people are doing and be like there's also a certain element of connection or disgust it could be
0: either way <laughs> in your case disgust probably
1: but like there's a there's a certain element of like oh wow all of us are in a room together and we are not trying to kill each other and i know none of these people <laughs> what the heck only <laughs> your mind would go straight to that no i mean think about that think about that you oh, uh, you're gosh. in a room imagine you imagine you told People fifteen thousand years ago, twelve thousand years ago, right when we were still tribal apes, where they were what like the they were like twelve. Cameron, I don't think you did
0: your your math right. <laughs> oh, right, twelve thousand. Sorry, yeah, I 12, thought you 000. meant twelve hundred.
1: No, no, twelve hundred years ago, we were. I know, we were I was kind like, of tribal apes. No, 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 yeah, twelve thousand 12, years ago, we're we're still tribal apes. Imagine you sat down, you could speak their little ape language, and you said. Imagine those people over there That other tribe Okay Imagine sitting in a room with them (laughs) Eating a meal together That you didn't pay for And you didn't kill And then just not wanting to kill them Immediately (laughs) it would blow their little monkey brain you know, minds. You know,
0: I guess I never really considered it and to be honest with you, I'm glad I never thought about it because it seems like a waste of time.
1: No, but but <laughs> this is I'm saying this is how far we've come. Like it used to be that our tribal group, our tribal identity was all that mattered. And the other people outside of that tribe, we could kill
0: them. It was no, it was no
1: big deal. That was like what you were supposed to do. You were supposed to kill him.
0: Well, Cameron, I'm sure if you stood up and started yelling your political views, you would have incited <laughs> riot, anyway. So,
1: and then no, but then and then after a certain, after a long time, after a lot of progress, we got to a point where we could sit in the same room together on our on our dumb little little light rocks, um, talk to each other uh, thousands of miles away and just sit sit together in a room and not want to kill each other
0: i can't tell this that's an is amazing like thing the most inspirational <laughs> illustration or the stupidest thing i've ever heard i think that's i think that's i'm just giving beautiful you a hard time. i'm giving <laughs> i think it's beautiful such a filmmaker dude
1: no imagine just imagine just imagine. imagine all the people <laughs>
0: So many things with imagine. Mm. Were there any more uh, socially accepted addictions you want to touch on, Cameron?
1: I think that's a big three.
0: I think those were the three that we wanted to get to. Yeah.
1: What about? Um, I think there's another one of like, uh, what could you say? What could you describe it as? Like, um, consuming addiction. Like, con- like you. I don't want to say consumerism because that has different connotations with
0: it. But like buying things yeah i i hear what you're saying with the buying things um i mean i get that gas the new
1: acquisition syndrome
0: well i i think the newest and the best for the thing you care about yeah. right yeah whatever that is i mean for me it's gaming consoles for the longest time I, I wanted to get an xbox one um and i finally got one actually and i was stuck between getting the x and the s and the only difference is graphical power But it was also my pride on the line Because I was like I need the best version yeah. Even though I can't afford it yeah. Right? I ended up going for the cheaper one Because I was like, I don't need the best version I'm stupid, right? Like I was like, I don't need the best Let's be real And now i kind of revel in the scavengery of it all because i don't have any money so i have to find it enjoyable like lately i've been thinking about buying uh building but it's still a consumerism problem i guess building the cheapest it mini itx computer i can buy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and getting like the best performance out of it yeah yeah yeah. but it's still tapping into that consumer centric side yeah i call it i call it gas right that's like a um
1: i guess a Quasi filmmaking term Like people have this idea that like Whenever you buy Something new in You know when it comes to your gear You know like your your camera or your Lights or whatever like There's always the next best thing And you're like oh man yeah, And you drool over it and you're like oh I gotta
0: have that. Yeah, <laughs> You yeah. know you're
1: like, you're like Oh that looks so sweet I need
0: that It's but, the same with any gear
1: Yeah exactly it's like there's an unhealthy bit of that too, and I think I think it comes. I think that can be true for anything that someone cares about, right? Like whether it's clothing or whether it's like, you know, shoes. Or I think people have this uh, temptation. I don't know. I don't even know if it's an addiction either. Like I think people have the temptation to be like, oof, I really want to drown all of my problems in this new good." That I that I can buy, you know, this new that's this new cool thing that I can buy.
0: This just sucks, man. Like my dad has this mentality. He's very like hobby of the week kind of guy. And it's so funny to see him finally come back around to the original hobbies he was into. <laughs> it's so funny. Like he just recently got back into the camera thing mm. or, or the filmmaking stuff. And he was doing that when I was really young, but he went from filmmaking to construction stuff, to project-based things, to video games, to computer building, to painting, to music creation, to blah, 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 blah. It goes on forever. <laughs> and my dad's like, dude, I'm like a master of none, mm, but yeah. I do everything. Like, I love everything, you know? Yeah. Um, And it's great for him, but at the same time, I see what you're saying, like in him. So I see a lot of myself in that too. Yeah, I'm always like, ooh, like I could get into cars. I mean, even with this video stuff, right? <laughs> I'm like I could build a car. No, I can't. I'm stupid. I mean, I could, <laughs> I could, but like, what a waste of money and time on my end, right?
1: Right, right, right. I think that's one of the things is like, how much time do you have to invest to actually know something, and like, is it worth it or is it not worth it? Like, like what you're saying is like. I, I think I think you're hitting on something true because if if there was something wrong with my car, right? If it I, I think I could possibly fix it, given enough time, <laughs> like right. given enough time, and a big enough window in the universe, I could probably figure out a way to do it. But is that totally useless I think it is because I can go to a mechanic and they could be done with it in like, you know, less than an afternoon.
0: They could go. They could be done with it, you know, in two hours. It all comes back to economics and opportunity yeah. cost. Opportunity cost. Blah blah. blah exactly. Blah. But yeah, I've been yawning. We've been Let's rambling. Let's wrap up. Let's wrap it up, guys. This was fun. I think so. We think that self-reflection is important, and we hope that we have sort of opened a door or an opportunity. For you to self-reflect Let's all take a time off Let's all take a time off Let's At the it. end of the day We're telling you To just get some rest And and self-reflect Even if it's hard Even if it's great stop Either e- way
1: Stop eating pasta so much
0: <laughs> Okay now you're just Speaking for you Cameron
1: And burritos
0: The burritos thing We gotta figure that out
1: Maybe scale back Your coffee addiction To like one cup a day
0: How many are you drinking a day? <sighs>
1: I've, I would be embarrassed to say <laughs> Just say it dude
0: Just say it
1: Um I fill up my 21-ounce canteen, and I probably drink three-quarters of it. So that's like, what, like 18, 16 ounces? Oh, that's
0: not that bad. Because I only do probably like... But then
1: usually I have another cup in the morning, so that's another eight ounces.
0: I usually do 12 to, to 16 ounces a day.
1: Yeah, so... But the other thing is It fills So this is Okay Let's put it in a more embarrassing Way to put it I make eight cups of coffee In the morning (laughs) Um, What? Yeah So like my My little coffee maker Has like the measurements Mm -hmm, Makes mm -hmm. eight cups Which is um, The pot Fills twelve cups So I make Eight cups I have a cup Before I put the rest of the The coffee into my into my canteen so I drink that cup and then I and then I fill the rest of my cup with a canteen and th- that that's the rest of the the eight cups
0: well we all got problems dude yeah I
1: drink a lot of coffee it's too much it's too much
0: anyways end of the day any last thoughts just take care of yourself take care of yourself we care about you I that's what it is you. I care about you Isaac I care about you Cameron let's take care of each other You know what I got to do to take care of myself? End this flippin' show. All right, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Everything Comes from Something, episode 42. Thank you for tuning in. If you guys enjoy what we're doing, like we said, check us out on Patreon. And of course, a rating helps. Tell a friend you know how it goes with podcasts. We appreciate your love and support. Hopefully you appreciate the shorter time. And with all of that, have a good one. We will see you next week.